Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Spanky clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. <laughs> The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're kind of Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, 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 podcast listeners. Welcome back. Another week of By the By. Hello, everyone. Bradford is I'm back. back. Yes, he's back with us, Land of the Living. Yay. It's good to have him back. It is good to be back. <laughs> I thought I was dying. Um, let me just tell you, Scarlet Fever, one star would not recommend. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm back and I'm beautiful mm-hmm. and I am ready to podcast. Yeah good yay uh let's see what do we have coming up oh my gosh it is like literally a f- just over a fortnight away wow. um we went all british there didn't I we i know i know because because <laughs> i'm thinking of fortnights and uh-huh. it's either fortnight being like british and i feel like you know maybe it's pride and prejudice or it's video games right both of which make me happy so <laughs> uh yes it is what like See, there's November? A, there's 9th? a few British folks that make me happy. Well, there's a plenty of British folks <laughs> that make me very happy, and some of them actually listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, not all of them do. We all know who one British person that makes me very happy that uh-huh. doesn't um, doesn't listen. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we all know who. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got Escape to the Tropics. Yes, that is November 9th to the fourteenth to the fourteenth. So that is literally just around the corner. I say it's a fortnight away. It is. It's not. It's more than that. But our vacation starts just over a fortnight away. I'm so 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 excited. So looking forward to yes. it. Yes. I'm. I'm so. I'm so excited. Uh, mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I guess even before that, we have a shout out to two of our beautiful listeners who this weekend are getting married. Yes. So says Tat and Briars Nine. Congratulations. You are yes. getting married to beautiful humans that we both care deeply for. And we know that you all care deeply for each other. And we're going to be at your fucking wedding, I was people. Say, sexy, lovely, beautiful humans, kind people. Yeah. Good folks. Even smart. And unless you bring up raccoons and then they say some really dumb fucking things. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm putting it out there for all the world to hear. <laughs> she's going to get eaten by a raccoon. That's yeah, just how it is. Maybe a pack rabies. of raccoons. Yeah. Like they're just going to. Anyway. Uh, I will say that one of the best things, though, about going to weddings or events like that with people that you know from the lifestyle. Always, always, always. How do we know you? Get the story straight before <laughs> you right. go. That's right. How do you know? Um, 
we worked together yeah. at the old mill before it <laughs> shut down. Really? What did you do at the mill? Uh, Milled. Mill mill stuff. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Um, excuse me. I was the professional grinder. <laughs> um, I, we, yeah. Sometimes uh, we we farmed together. Well, mm-hmm. I mean. At least we plowed. One of them got plowed. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be great. Yeah. It's always important to know ahead of time. And so if you're ever doing anything like that, plan ahead and just get your story straight. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. So, yeah, we won't be alone. We've got yeah. the gentleman is coming with us. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Pippin as well. So, like, the whole little family. Yeah. I'm pretty sure um, Pippin was higher on the invite list oh, than he we was. were. He was. Uh, it was Pippin, you, then me, and we're just, like, saying, all right, gentlemen, you're coming with us. <laughs> That's basically how it went. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Unfortunately, the only family member we're missing is Leo. Yeah. Um, But, well. you know, if somebody has to work, somebody yep. stay home and... Yep. Mill. <laughs> Mind the old mill. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Congratulations to them. Yeah. And, okay. and and also while we're talking about Discord family peoples. Yes. The next week we have a couple of Discord people coming in from the U.S. I know. And we're going to get as many of the Sydney folks together and just go to a pub and hang out and have fun. Um, they might be bringing some toys and things for us to try out. We'll see what ends up coming and then you'll hear about it if or when it happens. Yes. But it's going to be really, really exciting to finally meet these people in person because we've had so many online interactions and yeah, I, they seem like amazing, amazing people and I cannot wait to meet them in person. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to fanboy out a little bit because we followed them on Instagram before we realized that they knew who we were Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now we chat with them and now they're coming to see us. I mean, they're coming for vacation, but I'm just saying they're coming to see us. <laughs> if anybody asks, they're coming to see us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, then they're going to go, you know, do other vacation things. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> we don't care about that. We're I first. Mean, we do because actually I really like the holiday they're going on, but that's yes. different. So anyway, that's exciting. If you want to get in on the Discord chat conversation, just support us at any level on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash by the podcast. And at any level, you'll get the link to join us on our Patreon. So then we can come to your wedding <laughs> and you can come visit us from the other side of the earth. Or, that seems fair. or you know, the other side of New South Wales, depending on where you are. Hell, you the know. other side of the city. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be great times. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, very much. So then next up, we have on November 25th, the next pendulum. Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. I will not be there, so everybody come keep Bradford company. He's Bradford's be, going stag. He's going to be very sad and looking for company. I'm going to be sadford. He's not going to be sad. I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, but you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm everyone's man. No time to talk. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, that is how I talk when I'm uh-huh. at a pendulum because before going in, I huff a lot of helium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really sad that I have to miss it, but yeah. That's all right. all right. It will be the last pendulum yeah. of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's exciting. It is. So it that's is. right. Yeah. And then you'll get back just in time for my birthday. I will. Yes, absolutely. So. Can't miss that. Yeah. That's why I was like, nope, nope. Gotta be back. Gotta rest up. Take some days off. Rest right. up. The birthday party is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, invites have already gone out. Yeah, sort of. They haven't. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Um, yeah. Do we have anything else coming up, going on? Mm. 
Um, far, far away. We have World Pride next year, so we do That's have right. a pendulum right before that, February 17th, to kind of get things started a little bit early. Yes, and we're going to do something special before World Pride. If you are a podcast listener and you do live or are going to be in the vicinity uh, for World Pride, we are going to have a pendulum party mm-hmm. on February 17th. And before that, we're going to have a private event held at our secret spot. Um, yeah, where we might uh, have a little drinks, maybe have a performance or two, and maybe show a little movie that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Short film. So that is only going to be by invite only. But I mean, if you're in the neighborhood, email us, reach yeah, out to let us, us know. let us know. You will be put on the list. And then if you can stay around for the pendulum party. Yeah. So you will have to get tickets through our secret spot. Anyway. Mm. Um, yes, but very excited for that. That's going to be a great way to yeah. kick off world pride in yeah. Sydney. Definitely. Awesome. All right. Let's, um, let's move on. All right. What are we moving on to? We've got some questions. The first one was sent in to us on our website. Yep. Um, and then I will, once we answer this one, we'll talk about where we've gotten these subsequent questions from. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. this came in on our website. It is DVP tips. So. Oh, it's different than AVP. <laughs> it's true. I mean, true. AVP is, whew, if you haven't seen that movie, save your time. All right. Do you want to translate for folks? DVP. Digital varietal peonies. Um, um, no. Okay. No. Um, maybe it's um, Dunn, Veronica. I don't know. It's polyps. <laughs> okay, weird. Um, it is double vaginal penetration. Yes. So two objects into one vulva. Yes, one orifice. One orifice. So the message says, hi, guys, not sure if you have knowledge in this area or not, but I was wondering if you had any tips on double vaginal penetration. See, they even spelled it out in case we didn't know. Which is nice. Yes, it's very nice. I appreciate that. Recently tried this with my wife and a FWB. They did not spell that one out for me. I know what that one is, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a friend with benefits. Right. Excellent. Good. We all wanted to try it, so we gave it a go, but it was much more difficult than we thought. We had plenty of lube and hard dicks. We just couldn't find the right position. Any thoughts or two would be appreciated. Thanks. Love the podcast. I love that. That's Okay. <laughs> number one. Great question. Uh, uh, number two. Good job on lots of lube. Yes. And yeah, that's, I mean, that right there is usually problem number one. We have done this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest. It is best done depending on the, uh, the lady involved. It is best done with either toys or, or, or penises that are not the girthiest. Right. Yes. Um, if your partner is into or used to like things like fisting, mm-hmm. then it's going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how you start is with one finger, two finger, three finger more. <laughs> and then, you know. Yeah. Because you don't want to end up at the nine finger, ten finger 11 finger sore. Right. <laughs> That's, I mean, where did this 11 finger come from? Hello. Well, it's the other person, I right? I was born in Ace by God, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. It is easier if, if the two penises, toys, whatever you're using are not the girthiest. Cause like Brefford said, there's only so much room up there. Uh, it is good to 
stretch things out and and work it. Don't rush into it. Just take it easy. Take your time. It is a slow go. It is a slow go. Also, keep in mind that this is fun. It is awkward. There's no real good way to not make it awkward. So have a sense of humor about it and be able to laugh at yourself and other people and be okay with that. You know, and the other thing is like we're all built quite differently, right? And so the way the penis goes into the vulva is going to matter how they how the person takes it in. Mm-hmm. But additionally, it's like, how's the penis shaped? Yeah. The way we did it was the other person, he laid on his back. Angela, you got on top of him. Yeah. And then you lay, you leaned way forward. Mm-hmm. And then I got back behind you and went in from that direction. Yes. Um, it still requires a lot of, of finesse and work because there's a lot of limbs and body parts that are around. Yes. I mean, not random ones that, you know, we've cut off of bodies, but our own. <laughs> like the walking Sorry, we're dead. getting close to Halloween, so it's I'm like, getting kind of dark. It's like the walking dead over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so there are like, you know, there's a number of legs and arms and it's and it is being able to hold yourself up. And, you know, there's somebody... For me, there was someone behind me that if you were leaning on me at all or anything like that, had just needed to make sure. And, and it was balancing, but, it, you know, it's, it is a little bit awkward. There's not yeah. really a, like, super, super sexy way to do it. And the other thing about this is movement, right? There's one of the, one of the fellas, it's unlikely they'll be able to do a lot of thrusting. Mm-hmm. They're just they there. They get to starfish. They get to starfish, right? <laughs> because, you know, most likely the, uh, the best case scenario is the, you know, the lady does all of the moving back and forth mm-hmm. and then both penises kind of stay inside of her. But, you know, if like for me, I did some of the thrusting, which mm-hmm. basically meant that he sat still, you sat still, mm-hmm. and then I just did all the work. Yeah, I could make a few small movements, but I couldn't really do a lot because it is, again, just trying to keep everything in place as well. Yeah. Um, it's so not easy. It's, it's not. You want, Good. ideally, you would have long thin, not girthy <laughs> cocks. That's yeah. ideally how yeah. it would work. And, and, and I, also I would say try it with toys first. If it's something that you and your partner really want to do first, let's logistically make sure that she can, she can do it. Mm-hmm. So try with a couple of toys and then with the toys, you can actually figure out, okay, this angle works, this angle doesn't. So if this is how the toys are going in, what angles do the bodies have to be in? Or even you and a toy. Yeah. Um, something like that. But also keep in mind the way, Penises are curved as well, because sometimes that, you know, that's going to feel different in the woman's body. So just keep that in mind as far as when you're looking at positions and things like that. Um, But I do think as far as an entry level, having one of the male partners lie down on the bed, her squatting on top, kind of laying, I guess, not necessarily squatting, but kind of laying a bit more forward. And then the other one coming in from behind a bit, almost like a bit more doggy style. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seemed to work really well as an entry point for us. We did try a few other positions, but that was the one that really helped the most at first. Yeah. So, yeah. I have to admit, it didn't do it for me. Mm. Um, it is one of those things that I highly encourage everyone out there to try it. Give it a go. But it was just kind of like, this seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. And, and like the person writing in did say, lots of lube. So definitely use lots and lots of oh, lube. Oh, yes, yes. Um, it was a lot of work. And... I mean, it was good and it was definitely a different feeling, right? Because it, it's that there's an, an extra fullness that comes even from more than like a bigger cock. But at the same time, 
because of the lack of movement, and I would say as well the lack of intimacy, it doesn't feel as intimate to me because it is awkward. And I think because of that, it's not, it's just not something I'm like rushing back to do. I know some people love it and some people it's great. But for me, it was more of, okay, we've tried this, we've done this. It's not my preferred method just because it's, I don't know, like it just doesn't feel as intimate and as movement. I don't feel like, I feel like it's just a, we get in position, we do the thing, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I can't really explain it. It's no, just, I see what you yeah. mean. Cause it is in the, it's more technical, right? Yeah. Maybe You're, that's it. It's, yeah. it's technical. How do we do this? Okay. This is how we do this. Cool. Mm. We're not, it's not something that you will do in a passionate, spontaneous kind of way. That's it. It's yeah. not about like intimacy. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's not passionate. It's mm-hmm. technical. Can it's, we do this? Yes. Yes, we can. It's either you're checking it off the bucket list. Yes. Um, you're showing off or Both are absolutely okay. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe it is something that you really enjoy. Maybe you like that extra bit of fullness and different feeling and things that it gives. But at the same time, you know, there's, you know, I don't know. I guess the feeling between that and the really large cock, I'd rather have a really large cock because then at least I can have fun with that yeah. person in a more intimate way. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's it for me. It's, this is that lack of intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like you. Yeah. Does yeah, it? It does. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. But great question. Thank you for writing in. We always enjoy getting questions like that, mm-hmm. but that's that was a good one. Okay. So I am a member of a few Facebook groups. Yes. Hashtag old man. And a few, I just pulled up my list and it's uh, like, I don't know, more than 30 groups that I'm members of on Facebook and hashtag old woman. (laughs) And so I am a member of a few swinging ones and a few polyamory whatnot. Um, I will be honest. I am in it for the memes, (laughs) but sometimes I see questions that I think one of a couple of things I either think, wow, these poor people really need to listen to the podcast Uh, (laughs) or wow, that is a horrible question that you should ask because of the things they say about their partners or even about themselves or wow, you might be in need of some serious help. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that serious help can be both you need therapy or you need a Yoda, a guidance someone who can yeah. can walk you through this. Yeah, because we've talked about that before, having a Yoda couple that yes. kind of shows you the ropes. Here's a way to do it that works for us, but at least it gives you a, a foot in the door and a way to start. Exactly. Some yeah. some Somebody to hold your wee little hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm g- not going to say what group this is because I'm not going to call anybody out. I'm not going to give any names. Uh, I'm only going to even ask questions that the they have blocked their name. So it's just group member. So okay. I don't even know who've asked these. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to read some of these questions and we're going to answer them because some of these questions need to be answered. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm scared, but we're going to do this. <laughs> you should be. You should be. Okay. Right, right. Question number one. I'm very self-conscious over a scar on my labia from surgery. Do men slash women notice or care about things like this? I wouldn't care if my husband or play partner did, but so hard to get over it in my own mind. Anyone else have similar issues? Yeah. So that's an interesting one because it is a, I'm going to, I mean, it's a scar on a very sensitive and a very intimate part of the body. But let's be honest, I don't, 
inspect people's labias. When I'm down there, it's it's for you know, it's just for fun. It's just you're playing with it and and to me, I would never even notice a scar on someone's labia. But that also goes into body image, right? Because you know you have this, I'm going to say quote unquote defect, you perceive it as a defect. And then you're going to be super self-conscious and maybe not want to let people down there because you think, what are they going to think about this? So I'm going to say I do inspect labias, but in a, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm here kind of way. (laughs) It's like, you know, that when you first get on a cruise ship and you're like, oh my God, I need to see everything. And you're like, oh, wow, look at that. Oh, cool. Look at that. Oh my God. I can eat here at any time of the day. This is amazing. (laughs) So I... I'm just always so thrilled to be allowed to be there mm. that I don't care what it looks like. I I mean, I care what it smells like. That's the only thing I really care about. Um, I, I inspect it orally. That's, I do, right? Yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I yeah. definitely, wait, wait, do that again. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, but I'm just really excited. And like, I think that it's great. So my advice to... This person, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but if you are listening, my advice to you is to just treat your body the way it should be, which is anybody you let down there, it's a privilege for them to be there. And if they don't see it as a privilege, period, then fuck off. They need to get out. There's nothing wrong with you. And even a scar is, it's just another story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so menial, really, in the scheme of things. And we all have scars and we all have things that we're self-conscious about. But like you said, Brefford, if if your partners don't appreciate that and if they don't actually want to be there and if if that's a negative for them, then they shouldn't be your partner. So, and I'll say from personal experience, me being type 1 diabetic, everybody who has listened to the podcast from the beginning knows that for a while I went off insulin pump and onto shots. I was taking six to eight shots a day. So just so I didn't have the insulin pump scars and, and the, the pump site on it, on my body. And it was because I was so self-conscious about that. And we went to, uh, the, the life on the swing set takes desire. And that was the first time. Well, then I realized that nobody fucking cares. They all want to love me and like me for me and not for any scars or problems that I have. And if they do, that's actually part of me. And that's why they like me. And the number of times that I have now since, that I'm back on the insulin pump, that is, now since played with people and we've had sex and then they might bump it or hit it after. And they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see this. Mm-hmm. Because they're too busy looking at other things. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, to even notice. And when they do, it's just another story that I can tell, which means that it's another thing that sort of brings us closer together. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, like anymore, I, I don't care about that. You, if it's something that bothers you, then I don't need you around. That would be my advice. Agreed. Okay. Here's another one. Couples. Does anyone ever feel like their partner is the more sought after one at lifestyle events? Like any person or couple that reach out to us on any of our socials are 100% into my gorgeous wife. And that's awesome because I love sharing her. But I feel like I'm just in the background making jokes. Anyone else feel this or is it just me? Oh, absolutely. I would say there's probably a lot of people that feel that. And arguably, I I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say 
then I might regret saying this and I might change my mind in a moment as I think about this and talk about it. Uh-oh. But I'm going to say you should feel that way. Like, I want people to be into you and I want to feel like they really, really want you. That doesn't mean that I don't want to feel wanted as well or included or whatnot. And I guess it depends on the degree of conversation and the degree of like, is he completely ignored or, you know, are they still part of it, but maybe just not the first initial focus. And I guess, you know, we don't know all the details, but I feel like a lot of us, we probably... I'm going to say put ourselves second to our partner. And so we're going to notice the attention to our partner before we're going to notice the attention to ourselves. Because many of us as well, especially if you're early in things, you're more self-conscious about that and you're more aware. And it may be like, I don't necessarily want the focus on me. I do secretly, (laughs) but I don't want to acknowledge it. And so you're going to really pay attention to what's happening with your partner more so than yourself, I feel like. Yeah, and... I'm going to say right out the gate, people gravitate towards Angela in, in, in any kind of lifestyle event for two reasons. One, look at her. Two, the you give off this vibe that you want to go out. And I will admit, I'm socially, I'm often awkward around new people. So hell, I'm often awkward around uh, on the podcast. Yeah, y'all have met me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm often awkward. And so I don't want to put myself out there. So I see how people react to you. And then often I'll feed on that. So that kind of keeps me going. And I am the one in the corner making jokes. I am, but that's my, that's my power. That's my X-man power. Other than sleeping, my X-man power is, you know, trying to make people laugh. I think that that is just as good as being the gorgeous one, right? Because the way I see it is, Ooh, I'm going to make a fishing analogy. (laughs) Okay, sit down. I'm I'm in for it. (laughs) Strap in. Um, Strap in, strap on. I'm on the line for it. Oh, nice. (laughs) You waited so long. Uh. (laughs) Um, And now I'm going to reel you in. Okay, so you are sort of the lure, right? People come to you, you get them, you you make them feel like, you know, they want to talk to you, right? Mm -hmm. You're gorgeous, you're vivacious, people want to come up and talk to you. And then they start talking with us and I'm making the jokes and I'm making people feel comfortable because that's what jokes do. Jokes make people feel comfortable and they make people's walls come down. And the second people's walls come down, their pants come down. And that's just how it is. So I think that, I think that if you feel this way, look at yourself as sort of the dynamic duo, right? Mm -hmm. So one person is good at one thing and the other person is good at another. And this goes back to the way we do online stuff as well, because I'm the instigator and then Angela's the one that keeps people interested when we're online. She's terrible in the beginning, but once she realizes that, oh, I like these people and we're going to get along with them and, and maintain a relationship, she's very active at keeping the fires burning. Whereas I am very quick to be like, okay, bored now. And then I'm just around occasionally. Yeah. And I think it's good to have that balance because, you know, it's it's fine to have someone that people are interested in visually and sexually initially. But like you said, you have to be able to keep them around. And I think that the humor does that. And ultimately, I would not be as comfortable doing this without you alongside with me. So it can't just be me. It has to be both of us. We're, we're a package deal. And and I think, you know, we both bring a lot to that. But individually, if it was one or the other of us, it wouldn't be the same. Right. So it may be that the initial attraction is there for one partner, but it still takes both of them to make everything happen and to make it work. Yeah. Okay. Next question. I came in my wife 
and the other guy, from a couple, ate her out after. I didn't know he was bi. Kind of weird, and I don't know how to process this. Oh, I love your face. (laughs) (laughs) That face. Oh, I love that face. Is this when you really wish we were doing video? (laughs) I know, right? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you make faces like that, and I'm like... I know why she's making that face, <laughs> y'all. I, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with guy eats semen out of woman. Does not make him buy. Nope. That is correct. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it bev- all checks out. It's a beverage of choice. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, it's the breakfast of champions. It's a lot of protein. It's a protein shake. Come on. <laughs> Maybe the guy was working hard. He was trying to get swole. <laughs> Do you even lift your legs, bro? Lift our legs. That's right. <laughs> get in there. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Um, okay. So that, that does not make one buy. That is correct. <laughs> First and foremost. And then secondly, you, you don't know how to process it. I know. That's what I like. What do you mean you don't know how to process it? Like, I just, I worry about some people. <laughs> like, I mean, like, do you need to process it first of all? Yeah. Like, is there a need? I love it. It's kind of weird. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. It's kind of weird. I don't think so. And many people don't think no, so. No, but for people who have lived in a very, very small box all of their lives, it might be weird. I mean, sure. And some people who come in a very small box like to eat it out. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> I almost spit out my wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I saw, in fact, I'll be honest, it was this post that was like, we need to do this podcast <laughs> because these people need to be smacked on their nose. Mm. And it, it did upset me in the, I didn't know he was bi. Number one, does that even fucking matter? And number two, no. mate, he did you a community service by keeping things from moving out onto the, yeah. onto the sheets. Yeah, he did cleanup. Uh, He's on the cleanup, cleanup duty <laughs> is just as important as laying down the law slaw i don't know whatever it is i i I, one of my honestly this is one of my favorite memories that we have of play friends where she and i were 69ing and her partner was fucking her without a condom he came in her and i cleaned her out Mm -hmm. now admittedly i am bi but i don't think that it i didn't uh, the only thing that made it bi was the fact that i was also sucking on his balls some like, and that only makes it a little bi. <laughs> that qual- more, are we qualifying this That now? makes me more British because I was like all about the tea bags. Oh, wow. Right? Anyway, I'm kidding. Like that honestly was such a great memory and such a, I still think about that. Like that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I don't yeah. think you need to process that. No. And so let, let's assume, let's go with the fact that sure, maybe the guy was bi fine but do do you need to process it does it change the play does it change the interactions whatsoever again it goes back to that just because someone's by doesn't mean they're then gonna become a predator for you and like you're gonna be in their sights and they're gonna attack you and whatever like it just it goes back to that and i feel like this person is insinuating that if they knew that they were by they would not have played with them but why would it have changed the play scenario once you set out the parameters and say this is the kind of play that we want. You know, I want you to interact with her, da, 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 whatever. Like, that's it. It doesn't yeah. matter the sexuality of the person. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't make any So, like, I really don't know what there is to process. I don't either. And it, I guess just my advice to this person would be to just chillax and 
as if the person is by BFD. Yeah. Like you said, once the parameters are set, the parameters are set. Don't change them. And that's just how it goes. No. In just two weeks, we will be playing Curious Humans with the creator of Curious Humans. We played it this past weekend, and uh, what started out as a, oh, let's just play this game real quick with amongst the six of us, we ended up playing it for probably three hours. It's that good. So if you want to get your copy of Curious Humans, go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by the by. Why? Because you'll get 10% off. That's right. 10% off this amazing game, all of its little add-ons, all the expansions. You definitely want it. Go to CuriousHumansGame.com. Check out code by the by. Okay, Angela. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for this. I want, I don't know what I've said in the recent past. And last week I was on drugs and really don't remember anything. So I'm going to ask for a a job where you have to stand all day. A post office worker. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Okay. Um. So just for our American audiences, the phrase "posty" or the word "posty" is your mail deliver. So posty. Do you love getting things delivered to your slot? Do you have a sign on your belly button that says, mm, no junk mail? Well, if that's the case, then you should go to adamandeve.com. Why? Because your little postie, they're going to deliver something absolutely amazing. What will they deliver? They'll deliver a sexy, sexy toy to you. And if you use checkout code by the by, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you will get that toy at 50% off. You know what else? That postie ain't going to charge you an ever-loving dime. That's right. Free, free shipping. What else will you get? Well, you're going to get six videos on demand, and you'll also get some extra things thrown in your box. So your postie, I mean, don't buy too much because, you know, you don't want to hurt somebody's back, and you don't want to have them lugging it up the hill to get it to your house because we love our postie. And in fact, maybe you get something for them. Show them that... uh a little something something is appreciated that you want to give back to them. So if you want to get something for yourself or something for your uh, friendly neighborhood delivery person, show your appreciation at adamandeve.com. Don't forget, use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Okay, and we're back. Yes, and refilled. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so I loved this question. This is a fun one. Okay. What is the farthest distance you have slash would travel to play sexually? Halfway around the world. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so I guess when, if the question is how far, like just to play. Mm. So, of course, we have gone from Sydney, Australia to Cancun, Mexico to mm-hmm. play at Desire mm-hmm. for Life on the Swing Set. We've done that twice, and that was a lot of fun. And to clarify, there were specific people on our list that we um, really, really hoped slash pretty well knew. That we were going to hook up with while we were there. Hashtag confidence. But there were also a lot of people that we had no idea how amazing they were until we met them. And it was like, holy shit. So it was partially planned and partially unplanned. Um, Additionally, if you want to go a little farther, I don't know if this is farther. I think it is. We have gone to Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. So we met some folks, some beautiful humans from Kentucky. Uh, we had some folks come up from farther out in in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We all met in Nashville. Look, look, it was the intention was just to meet, but we knew it was, it was um, to bang. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there was any hiding that. There fact. was there was no hiding. Everybody that. came prepared, so come on. <laughs> yeah, we came prepared. Uh, so that was great, and we were all meeting at a local sex club anyway. So yes, that's the mm-hmm. farthest that we've gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. The other thing is, like, I've gone to London to mm-hmm. meet our beautiful friends, the Bedhoppers. Yeah. And like, that was just to see them and spend the day with them. It ended up being a play date, but that wasn't kind of like the only goal. Um, so if we were talking about Australia, how far? Uh, so I'm trying to think of how far we've gone. We've gone, well, I mean, we've gone to Perth. We've, we've gone to Perth, as far as you can go in Australia. We've gone to Western Australia. So, yeah, we've basically gone from East Coast to West Coast. So, yeah. uh, I don't know if technically some, like, Northwest corner would be further, but we've gone pretty fucking far. And if so. you're talking about how far would we go literally just to have sex, mm-hmm. not to do other things, because mm-hmm. most of these trips are, we're doing something else. Holidays as well. Yeah. Um, so, how far would I go just to have sex? Not over the bridge. <laughs> any sydney siders will appreciate that which i know there's not many but you know both of you both of you will appreciate that um literally it's like a 10k <laughs> limit for me if i'm looking at grinder if you're farther than 250 meters it's too far okay here's a question is it different for you for say a grinder hookup or a solo date so we have yeah. three categories oh grinder hookup okay solo date yeah couple date so couple date i'll go farther I would probably go 20 kilometers. I don't know how many miles that is. Do the math. 20K or so. It's not very far. I wouldn't go very far. And though I wouldn't, you know, again, I'm expecting that we're going somewhere literally just to hook up. Mm -hmm. So maybe 20K. Um, Solo date, I would probably go 10K for. Mm. I mean, if it's on the train line, I'll go farther. Right. Yeah. But we don't have a car, so it would you, you have to be on a train line. It's my only stipulation for Plowtown. Um 
next stop, Bangaroo. Um, <laughs> then so for a grinder so hookup, literally, you have to be within 250 meters. So interesting. It's funny that you you do it by distance. I do it by time. Oh, that's great. I love it. Because <laughs> ultimately, I don't care what the distance is. And the distance is going to change if you're driving or train or bus or yeah. however you're getting there, right? And so, like, for me, if we're doing a couple date, I would say, again, if we're going specifically to have sex and that's it, we're not pairing it with a holiday, a weekend away, something else, then I would say probably an hour and a half-ish is my limit. I don't know that I would go as far as two hours because at that point I would say, let's make it a weekend or let's do something else, stay the night while we're there, something. So I think for a couple of things, I would say hour and a half. Realistically, if we're talking about like a common play thing, like not just a, a one-off type of play date, but a, a, maybe a recurring, looking at recurring couples or people we're going to play with, I would say that probably 30 to 40 minutes is more my limit. I don't want to go terribly, terribly far away. I don't want to spend too much time because we know that once we get there, we're going to spend a long time there. And then eventually we're going to have to come home and that's going to be late at night. And I don't want to spend like, you know, five hours coming home at that point or making every play date have to be a huge, huge thing where we have to stay the night. So I think for me that that's where my limits are. Um, Solo, which we don't really do too often, but solo, I would say is probably similar, 30, 40 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think it is nice though, when we are looking at, and I, I will say the one thing we don't do is we don't rule out people who are further away because it may be, maybe we only see you once a year, twice a year something, but we compare it with a weekend away. We can do, go see a show. We can do an event. We can go for a hike. If you're in the mountains, we can, you know, do something fun and pair it with a vacation type of thing, even if it's just for a day or two or three. But I think it's unfair to rule out the fact that people are further away because you can still have some amazing connections and meet really great people and have really great times, even if they're further away. It just may not be as frequent. So I think maybe that's kind of the scale is distance versus frequency. And and there is a trade-off. As the distance increases, the frequency may decrease. But, I mean, we also all have busy lives, so that's not always a thing either. Sometimes, Sometimes even if you're close, it still might be infrequent. So, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'd be curious to do. You, can you see comments or what other people said? I'd be curious what a consensus is. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't look. OK. So a lot of people have things that are, again, like you in time, not in actual distance, uh, mostly 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, there was a one that was over seven hours, wow. a few that were about five hours, um, some that had traveled upwards of 10 hours. Mm. So, yeah. 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 And I feel like probably for most people, you know, your furthest might be a, a few and far between, whereas the routine times would probably be a bit closer to home. Yeah. Okay. So this one is a long one. All right. Bear with me. I'm, I'm buckled in. I want to share my experience from last weekend. We met up with a couple we had one group encounter with, met back up this weekend for the same room, four way full swap. Everyone was equally matched. I'm, as a matter of fact, the guy was probably one of the hottest guys I've laid my eyes on in the lifestyle. So I was pretty excited to spend time with him. Things in the bedroom started off great. The women started off getting our men nice and fluffed. Then the women had some fun time. We all pair off with the other's spouses. 
We were all doing our thing with each other. I was on top of the guy and my hubby was railing the chick from behind. I hopped up to change positions so he can rail me from behind so he can enjoy watching his wife. I had noticed he enjoyed watching his wife and his attention wasn't exactly on me. I was trying to accommodate since they do not play as much as us. Anyway, as I got up to change positions, he takes off his condom, scoots over to let his wife give him head while she continues to get railed by my husband, which then left me out. I move over to rub his wife, etc. We get so much girl play threesomes, I was not looking for a ton of girl play going into this. I figured it was just for a minute, but it went on until my husband finally released. My hubby thought he went soft, or come, when I was riding him, or he would have stopped and finished with me. So basically, it ended up being an MFM experience, and one left out was me. Not cool. My post is to the other couples out there. If you're really into MFM experiences, please do not play with couples. Men, please pay attention to the women you swap with and not 100% on your wife. Needless to say, I will never play with them again. So if you could do this, guys, and wonder why a couple brushes you off when you want to hook up, this could be why. Friends, what are your thoughts on this? I have a lot of thoughts. I do too. And I feel like there's a few pieces of information missing that could potentially sway my thoughts. Agreed. But all we have is this. So I guess initially there was interaction amongst the four of them and partner swapping, basically. So I guess what we don't know is were the parameters set up that we're partner swapping and that's it. However, we all know that in group play, things change and It may be, we also don't know how much time he spent with her versus the time that he spent, the other guy spent with his wife. It sounds like it was a longer period of time spent with the wife going down on him as opposed to him playing with this this poster. But at the same time, we know that things change during play and it may be that perhaps they felt a disconnect and they needed to connect. Maybe he was going soft and he thought if my wife goes down on me it's going to keep me hard and that keeps me in the game and keeps me playing it could be that I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt there and that there was you know a a comfort and whatnot with them it sounds like they didn't maliciously go into the the experience to say hey we're going to start this way and then guess what we're going to turn it into this kind of play like I don't feel like it was a malicious thing I feel like it was just a typical group play how the flow goes how things change and if she she says that she played with the other female some but it also doesn't sound like she tried really hard to interject herself back in you know if she had gone down on the guy and said hey let's share this cock let's both go down on him She could have potentially interjected herself back into the play with this guy. Um, She could have maybe caught the attention of her partner and gotten his attention and pulled him away from the other lady. I feel like there's a lot of things that could have been done to change the trajectory of play as unless you're truly just a voyeur and enjoy sitting and watching. But clearly by the end of the post, you can tell she doesn't. She was, you know, she probably felt a bit rejected and like she was not a part of things. But I feel like that could have been handled a lot of different ways. And I also feel like we have to give the other couple the benefit of the doubt in that we don't know what was going on for them. And maybe that was what they needed at that moment. Yeah. And group play, things change, situations change, positions change. And a lot of times you have to be the one to make it happen 
nobody else can read your mind and know what you want. Yeah. I, I struggled with that one because a lot of people were like, oh, you know, typical Facebook, this, this. And like a, a judgmental one sentence call. Yeah. Right. And, and so I think that that's, man, that's an easy thing to do mm. because I'll be honest when I first read it, I was like, oh my God, what a Karen. Mm. Like it is, I think the point of group play is the group. It's no individual, which, okay. You know, you got left out. I think I've been left out and I'm just happy to share the experience. Right. I think to judge and then put, the other thing was having said that they played with them in the past mm. and now played with them this time. And now we're never going to play with them again. So what, what changed? You got ignored once. And so now you're going to ignore the first time, which apparently was good enough that you came back. But now because of one bad experience, you're never going to go back again. And I'm going to assume and this is an assumption without actually telling these people. I was going to say, it doesn't sound like there was a conversation or anything around like, Hey, I felt left out. I didn't appreciate that. Da, da, da. This is what I would prefer. Yeah. And you know, that's fine if you don't feel comfortable enough or close enough to have the conversation with them. If it is truly just a, I'm going to say a one or two off cause they've played at least played twice. But if it's just a play thing and you're not really close, but I still feel like if you're having sex with people, you should be able to have a conversation about that, especially if something didn't quite go right. You should be able to have a conversation afterwards. It doesn't have to be like a long drawn out thing, but just a quick like, hey, I would have liked it if. But again, it, it also doesn't sound like she really helped herself by trying to interject herself back in in a strong way. It sounds, you know, it sounds like she's like, oh, well, I played with his partner a little bit. But old hat, I do that a lot, yeah. which, I mean, how does that make the other woman feel, right? Like, yeah. that wouldn't make you feel good to see that. You'd be like, oh, well, she's not really into me, and maybe that's okay, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there there were things that could have improved that situation in the moment, but, or, yeah. at, least, or at least to have a conversation afterwards with them. I feel like they're owed that. Like, if you're going to play with people multiple times and then just cut them off, I feel like they're owed at least a what happened even if nothing's going to change just to have an explanation yeah i agree i like i think that it, it look and and i will refer to uh bowling for soups song high school never ends and if you've been in the lifestyle for more than 30 seconds you'll know that it's mm-hmm. a lot of high school and you still have the the plastics the jocks the the nerds the game the gamers you have to you have to kind of be an adult about it yeah. and be the biggest one in the room. And if you're not getting what you want or need, that is absolutely fine. But you got to put on your big boy, big girl pants and ask for what you want or say what you want. Yeah. And the other people should also be adult enough to go, mm, I'm not ready to give that to you or all right, let's go. Yeah. But don't sit in the corner and pout or throw a tantrum. Yeah. I think that it's you, you got to. I don't know. I just struggle because there's not enough information here. It's a long fucking post, yeah. but there's so little information there. And for people to either blindly go, yeah, you're absolutely right. Without even knowing maybe the partner, the wife gave the dude a signal that she wanted him instead of, yeah. you know, by, you know, and I, I don't know. I, and to blame your husband or to, I guess I should say to say, you know, your husband should then come and finish you off. They, you could finish yourself off yeah. and watch again. We've both done that. You're not always the center of attention and you're not even always getting attention. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the beauty I think of dynamic group play. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And, and if it is that you want it to be that we're going to partner swap and only stay with the other person's partner, like, again, those are parameters that should be set up. But you also need to understand that if you're going to define strict parameters like that in a group play situation, that play might end early because things change and yeah. people's feelings change. And, and, you know, it may be something happened bodily and they were like, hey, I really need to reconnect with my person. You don't know what's happening. And, and I feel like making judgments like that, it's just not fair. Yeah, agreed. All right. I think we have time for one last question. We'll keep right. it relatively short, right. but I like it? this one. When chatting with other couples, is it wrong to ask to trade nudes before meeting in person? Or is it a wait and see surprise? I don't think it's wrong. I personally like a wait and see surprise. I personally, nudes are f- great and they're... <laughs> I love it. Nudes are... F- don't say fine. Don't say fine. Great. <laughs> they are. I love nudes. I really do. But if we're going to meet up with a couple, I don't feel like I have to have nudes before I see them because I feel like there's enough of a connection that we want to meet up. So, like, it doesn't really matter what they look like when the clothes come off. Yeah. And if you want... You're in it to fuck their brain. Yeah. If if you want to send nudes, if it makes you feel good and feel sexy and adds to the atmosphere, absolutely. Happy to do so. But I also really kind of like suggestive things where they're near nude and and there's just still that bit of a tease and the bit of the unknown and uncertainty. I like that. I, I like the tease. But I guess if you're one of those people that really wants to like just dive in and know what you're getting into and, and you want that known quantity, then I mean, I don't think it hurts to ask. The people can say no. I think if they say no, you should not take it personally. Yeah. So I think that's the more critical question. I think if this if it's something that you want to do, so I guess before I say that, I tend to agree with you. I like seeing nudes. I enjoy it. I'm better at receiving nudes than I am at sending nudes, but I don't, I don't mind it because ultimately the camera can never capture all of the amazing stuff that, you know, that is there. So, but if nudes are something that you want to get from a couple, then you should ask them, would you like, or may I send you nudes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. RHP. The number of times that we've gotten just immediate you know, this is us naked. Like that's the first chat. And then either something to the effect of, Hey, sup, or do you like, and my, I, my answer to all of those is always just ignoring it. I don't want nudes right out the gate. I will say that if you want to send nudes or want to receive nudes from somebody that a, if you're going to send them, definitely ask first, like, yes. Hey, can I send you nudes? Is it okay? If, are you interested in seeing I think doing something like that, definitely getting permission before sending them. But also if you want them and if you want them, definitely ask, say, hey, before we meet up, are you happy to trade nudes? Or if it's important to you, say, hey, you know, we're not going to meet up until or you know, there's probably a nicer way to say it. I don't know. I don't do that shit. So I don't know. <laughs> but there's probably a nicer way to phrase it. But there is a much nicer way to if, phrase it. But if it's, you know, if it's something that's important to you, then I, I think you should. It's, it's OK to pursue it and it's OK to ask. But always ask permission before sending. And also, I feel like you should respect the other couple if they say, no, we're not comfortable with that until we meet you in person. Yeah. Or but, we don't send nudes. Yeah. Um, that's that's the other thing. And additionally, if somebody sends you those nudes, you delete them. Yeah. Um, so you get them, you they look at them. They are not yours forever. Yeah. You, you get them, you look at them, you delete them. Yeah. Uh, because they do not belong to you. So, like, I think that is, those are the key kind of nude pick rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I do, I mean, 
like I said, nudes are great. I like them really. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Everybody loves to see nudes, right? <laughs> but I also, there's just something really about that almost nude, that power of suggestion. Like, what is that? That little bit of a tease. Mm. Like, I just love that. Like, I think I would almost prefer that over a nude. The anticipation picture. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I mean, I like that too, but I mean, sometimes just, you just like it all. You I like do too. All. I'm not, I'm not picky about my <laughs> nudes. I like them artsy and suggestive. I like them vulgar and disgusting. Those are my favorite kind of pictures. <laughs> all of those, not just any one of those. Excellent. So this is a fountain of questions that we will be able to tap over and over and over again. So you'll probably get another one of these. If you liked it, let us know. Um, if you didn't, you let us know. That'd be great. You can do that. You can message us on Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook at By the By Podcast. Or you could join our Discord chat uh, where Angela recently put up a shower nude of herself. It was amazing. It was sexy. And uh, it was available on our Discord. Just support us on patreon.com slash By the By Podcast at any level. You can message us uh, via email. We are the Adams of Love at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, www.bythebuy.com.au and see all of the places we're going to be under the events, or you can contact us through the contact submission page. Thank you so much for listening. Angela, anything else you want to wrap this one up with? Just a thank you, especially to our Discord people, and so excited to meet some of them soon. See you soon. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 